Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. America has lost its mind. We have truly lost our mind. Uh, and the rest of the world knows it. I, I want to share a couple of stories with you. First of all, what's happening in Canada is even further than we have gone yet. Um, the uh, leftists um, up in Canada want to create an anti-free speech zone around drag performances. Uh, so, you know, you'd have a, I don't even know, 250 foot zone around, uh, you know, any drag performance or drag person. And if you say anything, any offensive remarks, the government will fine you $25,000. <laughs> We've lost our mind, gang. We've lost our mind. This next half hour may cost me a fortune if I was a Canadian. Stand by, buckle up, we go there in 60 seconds. Imagine going uh, to the online homepage of your cell phone provider. And the first thing you see is that your provider believes in the same things you believe in. I mean, you're like, wait, is this a trick? And it not only provides amazing, affordable service that can't be beat, and the price can't be beat, that you'd be saving money, but you're also joining the forces with a company that is helping fund pro-American, conservative, Bill of Rights kind of causes. Wow, wouldn't that be great? Well, it's possible, and it's called Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile, 100% US-based customer service is gonna make switching easy. Do it now, you're gonna save money. You're gonna get the same great cell service because they're on the same cell, uh, cell towers. So patriotmobile.com slash back. Call them now, 878-PATRIOT. 878-PATRIOT. You'll get free activation if you use the offer code BECK. Call them now, patriotmobile.com slash back. Okay, so let's, let's just uh, look at a couple of stories here. Uh, parents felt pressure from gender clinics to transition children. This is a new study that is out uh, published in the uh, Washington Times. A newly released study found parents took their adolescent children to gender clinics and they said they experienced pressure to agree to the transition process and their children were worse off afterward, not better. The find, see, this is really important. 
somebody says you need to take your child to a gender dysphoria clinic, I say no. But, you know, maybe that's just the hate monger in me. Or the lover of truth, that gender is eternal. Uh, okay, so I don't take my kid to the gender. These are parents that did, that did, and then agreed to the treatment, coming out and saying uh, their kids were worse off afterwards. My, my kids did not get better. They got worse. Okay? So you're not coming in with... Like, open up your scriptures now, and if you take them to the clinic, uh, they'll be worse, not better. Okay, it's not that. It's parents who most likely, like every parent that's alive today, we didn't grow up with times like this. I mean, I remember my parents going, you know, we didn't grow up with television, and I'm like, Wilma and Fred Flintstone had a television. When were you a child? And life seemed different, but not entirely. I cannot relate to being a teenager today. I, I, I wouldn't want to be a teenager today. It's ugly. It's just ugly. The choices and the things that they face and the lack of truth and stability. So uh, of the 390 parents who said they had visited a gender clinic or specialist, 51%, 51% said they felt pressured to transition their child socially or medically versus the 23% who said, no, I didn't feel that at all. 25 said, I, I don't, I, I'm unsure. I don't know. What's the right thing to say? Now. Up in Canada, you're going to feel even more pressure. Canadian political party has introduced legislation that will create anti-free speech zones around drag shows and punish anyone caught making remarks deemed offensive. And who's going to be the judge of that? LGBT activists. Uh, and the, the government will come in and fine up to $25,000. Are you kidding me? I want to show you the press conference photo. Look at this, Stu, if you haven't seen it. This is the Canadian government in a serious non-Halloween uh, <laughs> press conference. Oh, a lot of people are wearing masks. What do you mean it's not Halloween? Yeah, like it's crazy they're still wearing masks. Uh, you'll see the woman in black that kind of looks like a really scary share. Uh, yeah. that's, a, that's a witch. <laughs> the, the, maybe the offspring of Cher and Elvira. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, she's an actual witch. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, you have drag artists and uh, a child in front. And uh, they're all there <laughs> to say, hey, a, we're people like you. Now, is that a wizard in the back there? Yes, it is a wizard. Okay. It is Just a wizard. Just wanted to make sure I, mm -hmm. I understood. Yes. Is there any Romulans? Uh, is there a, no Romulans. No Romulans. No. Why, didn't, why don't they include the Romulans so, in, the, in the LGBTQQIA acronym? Let me, uh, let me help you out on, on this. They, um, one of the, this guy, or yeah, guy, John Dobby, goes as Crystal Quartz. And uh, he says, people started showing up to all my events, screaming 
at parents and myself saying that we were groomers, pedophiles, and a bunch of other homophobic slurs to make everyone feel unsafe to attend. These acts of intimidation have made our safe spaces feel unsafe. You'll notice, let me read this again. See if anything jumps out at you. They started showing up to all of my events, screaming at parents and myself saying that they were groomers, pedophile, and a bunch of other homophobic slurs. Anything step out, uh, uh, stand out in that? Give me it one more time. <laughs> then they started showing up at all of my events, screaming at parents and myself saying that we were groomers, pedophiles, and a bunch of other homophobic slurs. Uh, well, parents? Parents yeah. sticks out there. Parents yeah. sticks out. Now, because mm. I would imagine that your performances used to happen in clubs. Right. Where you wouldn't classify the audience as parents. Right, because how would anyone know? Correct, if you're a parent parents, or not. Unless, unless perhaps children were present. Were present. Mm. Huh. Now, the CBC just ran this really great article where they say that look back in world war ii uh you know they say every every military group had a drag performer now i miss that in my world war ii history but i'm not saying it didn't happen either i don't know i mean i've seen south pacific and that's about as far as I can do to relate. But, you know, they had my favorite Martian in the coconut bra. Okay, so I get it, I guess. But again, no one is arguing about trans performers. You're in the military. You're doing a trans thing. Okay, uh, whatever. I don't want my military paying for it and everything else. But if it's like a, I don't know. I, I don't know. But that's for adults to figure out. Here's what the problem is. And these trans performers and all of the left that is whipping this up fail to appreciate we're not talking about trans people. We are talking about our children. You do your thing. Okay, boo. We're going to do ours. And I live in a world where that's not healthy for children. How could you possibly say that? Well, I can possibly say that because I've looked at what's happening with gender care all over the world. We need to be more like Sweden. Okay, let's do that. Sweden led the progressive pack on transgender health care. They were the first country to allow people to change their legal gender back in 1972. In 2018, they proposed a law to reduce the minimum age for sex reassignment surgery from 18 to 15. Let 12-year-olds change their legal gender and ditch parent consent. What's happened since in Sweden? Well, in 2022, they decided to stop giving hormones to minors, except in extraordinarily rare cases. And they said, no, no more mastectomies on teen girls. That's Sweden. How about England? The Tavistock Child Gender Identity Clinic in London had 5,000 patient refuel, uh, uh, referrals in 2021. 
And so you know, before all this madness started, in 2011, it was 250. This caused some concern with their health service, their national health service. They hired a pediatrician to do a review. Long story short, they shut the place down. The NHS now has ditched affirming care, which sets the kids on the path of irreversible, irreversible modifications. Okay? England, Sweden, how about France? February 2022, the French National Academy of Medicine issued a statement. A great medical caution must be taken in children and adolescents given the vulnerability particularly psychological of this population and the many undesirable effects and even serious complications that some of the available therapies can cause. They describe transgender identification among minors as an epidemic-like phenomena brought on by, among other things, overuse of social networks. They say that psychological support has to be prioritized over medical intervention And we need to be very honest about the long-term health effects of these transition drugs and surgeries. That's France. Finland, one of the first countries to adopt the Dutch protocol, which is the process of treating gender dysphoria in minors with puberty blockers. Now they've changed their tune. A leading expert on pediatric gender medicine in Finland said four out of five teens who question their gender come to accept their bodies if they don't receive medical intervention. She even cautioned against using children's preferred pronouns, saying this is not a neutral act. Now Finland's Council for Choice in Healthcare describes medical transition for minors as experimental and has put a severe restriction on giving out hormones. That's Finland. Now, what are we doing? Boston Children's Hospital director calls for drastic increase in capability for gender surgeries for minors. Washington Times, parents felt pressure from gender clinics to uh, transition uh, children, according to the study. HHS and all of its gender-affirming care. Their new report came out on March 31st on the Trans Day of Visibility. It says gender affirmation, including social transition, changing one's name, pronoun and appearance and gender affirming medical care is appropriate and beneficial for many gender minority children and adolescents based on the individual child's or adolescent's needs. Gender affirming medical care may be medically necessary withholding gender affirming medical care may be um Uh, When indicated, withholding support for gender-affirming exploratory process or withholding support of social transition when desire can be harmful. Goes on and on and on. Why are we so far behind these other countries that we have always had the left say we need to be more like? Why is it the United States is pushing this poison when the countries? who were looking at it honestly have started it before us and now have gone like, okay, 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 bad idea. And they are warning against it. And we're doubling down. Why is that, America? I will tell you, this country has gone dark 
And if you don't stand up now, we will make the Nazis look like rookies. We will. We are a covenant nation who has offended our God. And that doesn't leave a vacuum. Something comes in and fills that space. There will be a God, said Nietzsche. And look what the, he said that as a warning to the Germans. Let me say the same thing. Who is your God? Your God is science. Your God is power. Your God is money. It's not going to end well. If you need the courage to just stand up for your children, nobody wants to look at it. Nobody wants to believe it's in your own neighborhood, but it is. It is. It's everywhere. And it's a poison to our children. Join the rest of the civilized world. And quite honestly, even the barbarians of the world. We in Canada are pretty much out on this limb by ourselves. And it's got to stop. Driving your car around with, you know, with some sort of protection once the warranty has expired is just is uh, is a good idea. And it's a really bad idea to drive around without it. Drive around with peace of mind because something's going to happen to your car. It does. It happens. There's always something that, you know, the check engine light comes on, etc. And if it's a big thing, my gosh, I mean, it'll just throw your whole, you know, financial plan out the window. CarShield is a company that I do business with privately. I, I have uh, two of my trucks are covered because they're way out of warranty. I mean, years out of warranty. Um, and uh, and I drive them hard. They're working trucks. So what am I going to do? I'm either going to go and take it in the shop and say, well, it's not worth it, and then have to pay it anyway because buying another used truck will cost me a fortune arm and a leg, kind of stuck. I have car shield. When something happened and it's big in the truck or your car, they cover it. They now cover more things, more car parts, more breakdowns than ever before. It's car shield. It's like... uh, Medical insurance for your car. Car Shield, 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. It's carshield.com slash Beck. Save 20% today. 10 seconds, Station ID. So, during this school year... Um, A mom discovered that a social worker at the Great Salt Bay Community School gave her 13-year-old daughter two chest binders to aid in gender transition. Can you can you imagine? You imagine you're you know, you're in your daughter's room and you see on the floor, you see someplace, you know, hidden, you know, in her chest binders. She's 13, and she didn't talk to you about it. Your first question is, who gave you these? Where did you buy these? And then you find out that it is from a school counselor? 
Are you kidding me? The school counselor not only gave her two chest binders, but then deliberately tried to keep her in the dark. She's suing. I hope she wins. I pray she wins. We'll probably reach out, have her on the air, see what we can do to help. That is, I think, the way what you were just talking about gets reversed, right? The fact that we're out in front of these other countries gets reversed because people who are actually harmed by this, not just people who have an opinion about it, but people who are actually harmed by it, use the legal system to sue these people out of existence. Yes. By the way, the UK is now looking at a law to define sex as biological only. Just, you know, we're (laughs) way up ahead. Do you believe how low the hurdles are that we root for these days? Oh, I know. This is not something that should be seen as an an accomplishment. Try this on for size. Here's another thing that doesn't make sense. I'm telling you, we're a culture of death. Canada is now demanding, Toronto is demanding the decriminalization of fentanyl and meth for kids. Uh-huh. For kids. Mm. What is happening? This this is a culture of death. Uh, and, uh, you know, I just don't think there'll be greater blessings that'll come your way. Or a greater opportunity to serve mankind than to stand up for children against mutilation and death has nothing to do with trans people. I don't care. Trans people have been around forever. Whatever. Do not take my kids into that world. They can grow up and decide for themselves, but not my kids when they're under my protection. Uh... And suicide, fentanyl, crack for kids. The Glenn Beck Program. All right. One of the things when, that you learn when you have a dog is um, how much affection and loyalty and companionship and how many laughs you'll get from your best friend. And it's important they give it back. It can mean a lot of things. But at first, the most important thing is take care of his health and overall happiness. And a lot of that has to do with the food that you give him or her. Getting your dog the right nutrition can be a real problem. Fortunately, naturopathic doctor Dennis Black invented the solution. It's called Rough Greens. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement that you sprinkle on the food full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, things that are going to make your dog healthy and happy. Now, most dogs love Rough Greens right off the bat. Uh, they have a special deal for you. They want to give you your first bag free just in case your dog doesn't like it. You share it with your dog. If your dog loves it, you sit back for a couple months and you watch the changes in your dog. First bag is free. All you pay for is shipping. Just go to ruffgreens.com slash Beck. That's roughgreens.com slash Beck or 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Double your savings on Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code STANDUP and save 20 bucks. All right. Let's stand up. 
Listen, I mean, not now. If you're driving, especially, or if you're in the office or in a meeting and you got the earbuds in and they think you're listening, don't stand up. But I mean, let's prepare to stand up. What are we standing up for? I don't, I'm tired of being against things. I'm not against uh, transgenderism. I'm for the sanctity of gender. I am for the sanctity of a mother and father's relationship with their child and their protected space around that child. That's what I'm for. I'm for my traditional Christian beliefs. And I know a lot of people are like, he's not traditional. You know, I, I believe all the same things you do. I just happen to believe some other things as well. Our virtues and our values are exactly the same. That's what I'm for. Now, I want to tell you a story about a mom up in Oregon. I know, I know. Why would you be a mom in Oregon? Some people are trapped. Jessica Bates is her name. And she lost her husband uh, and wanted to adopt a couple of kids. And what the state has put her through is absolutely astonishing. Jessica Bates is with us now, as is her attorney, Johann, Johannes uh, Viedmom Delfons. Uh, Johannes and Jessica, welcome. Thank you. Thanks. Good to be here. Um, all right. So, uh, Jessica, tell me what happened. Your journey with the state on adoption. Yeah. So I felt like God had put it on my heart to look into adoption and went ahead and got in touch with the Department of Human Services. And after finishing their resource and adoptive families training, I let them know that some of their um, things that they teach about sexual orientation and gender identity, you have to support um, their views and you have to, <clears throat> would, would have to take a child for cross-sex hormone injections or possibly post um, pride flags or LGBTQ plus. Oh things God. on your lawn you have to support and i let them know my my faith convictions i could not do that and they ended up denying my application to adopt and did they come out and say that um there was a phone call where they basically said we're going to put you on hold if you change your mind we can put your application back into circulation um but we're going to put you on hold for now and then about two months later they did officially deny me with a letter. Johannes, what is, what's the case here? Uh, well, Oregon is discriminating based on religion. It's really as simple as that. They're saying, they're, they're making a sweeping claim, which is that people of a certain religious faith are categorically unfit to care for children. Uh, we believe that violates Jessica's First Amendment rights, both her rights to free exercise and freedom of speech. Um, and so that's why we filed this lawsuit. And when did you file it? Uh, we filed it, let's see, on Monday. So on the 2nd, I think it was. Um, and what part of Oregon are you in, Jessica? Vail. I live out in Vail, Oregon, which is a pretty small little rural rural okay. area outside of Ontario. All right. Is that part of the 
Oregon that wants to secede and go to Idaho? I do believe so. <laughs> I yes. do believe so. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be better off, and so would Idaho, quite honestly. Um, but uh, uh, so you must have support in your community, and this is just coming from the west coast of of Oregon. Yeah, I've had um, since the story kind of since that first interview with Fox the other day, I've had a lot of people reach out and just had somebody here at work say, hey, I want to let you know, supporting you with what you're doing. And a lot of support. uh, And I would imagine you're going to take this all the way to Supreme Court if necessary. The Alliance Defending Freedom, uh, um, Johannes, um, uh, tell me about uh, your support and your funding. It all comes you're 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 doing this for free for Jessica, right? Uh, absolutely, we're a nonprofit. Um, we're supported by people who you know just want to support the work that we're doing, which is fighting for our God-given rights to live and to speak the truth. Okay. Um, so when Jessica reached out, you know, we we said that we wanted to stand by her. Do we have Johannes? Do we have any other examples of this happening in America where the case has been tried? Uh, well, so on two fronts, unfortunately, we have heard from other people who are going through a similar thing, being discriminated against because of their beliefs. Uh, but there hasn't been a lot of litigation over this. There is one case that went up to the Third Circuit Court of Appeals that's sort of in the area of New Jersey. Um, but other than, and then there was a case actually in Washington where Washington state settled and, you know, they, they basically relented and agreed that it violated the First Amendment rights to uh, discriminate in this way. It's going to be amazing to watch because, you know, if they change like Washington, okay, we have to do that. I would imagine the culture um, in the government is not supportive of that. I wonder how much of this uh, is actually done uh, just without people knowing about it. Well, right. I mean, just since we filed the lawsuit, we've heard from people Um, and, you know, unfortunately, I mean, hopefully what we're asking the court to do, right, is not just to protect Jessica, but to protect all people of faith, whether they're Christian, devout Jews, Muslims, you know, this goes beyond Jessica. And then obviously, uh, when when the state puts ideology above people the way that it's doing, um, it ultimately hurts the children in need, and which is, again, why we filed this lawsuit. It's amazing to me, Jessica, that um, the left always says, well, nobody's going to want to adopt these children. Why don't you adopt some children? Well, I have adopted children. You are uh, adopting uh, or wanting to adopt children. And then they they say to Christians, no, you can't adopt, which puts the mothers then in the in between. And what do they do? They choose abortion. I mean, it's it's amazing how uh, indecent all of this game is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's definitely unjust, not a level playing field. And I think last year there were about 8,000 children that touched the Oregon foster care system. And these kids need homes. They're so much better when they're set in loving families. And that's, that's what I'm wanting to do and to open up the gates so that more families can help instead of less. It's amazing to me also, the, we know the um, foster care system is broken i i know kids who have been in foster homes and they're lucky to find a good home uh so many are bad and here's the state trying to take you know good decent people out of the mix you take 
Christians out of the mix for foster care. Uh, good luck with that. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, and, and, definitely discriminatory. Mm-hmm. And Glenn, I would just add, you know, I mean, Christians have been doing this long before there were uh, departments of health and human services, uh, you know, providing these types of services. And, uh, you know, according to some some surveys, uh, practicing U.S. Christians are twice as likely to adopt as the general public. Um, so for sure, you know, and I think that it's really pernicious because, it really puts puts pressure on a lot of families to violate their conscience. You know, they may feel that, well, if I don't go through with this, who's going to take care of these children? Um, so the state is, this is really about pushing ideology onto people, trying to pressure them to compromise. Um, but all they want to do is, again, they're not asking, they're, they're not saying they're entitled to a child. They just want to care along, you know, serve Fair alongside shot. others on an equal, Fair shot. Yeah, exactly, on yeah. An equal playing field. Uh, thank you so much. I appreciate it, Johannes. And, uh, and Jessica, thank you. We'll be following your story. Um, I urge you uh, to get involved. You can help fund cases like this. Um, ADFlegal.org. That's ADFlegal.org. You know, I'm, I've talked to several of these legal foundations and uh they don't have a shortage of people willing to help and attorneys to volunteer their time. They're actually finding now a shortage of people willing to stand up. And that's not who we are, America. It's not who we are. You know, they always say uh, going gets tough, the tough get going. Well, the going has gotten tough now. And uh, we cannot let fear Stop us from doing the right thing. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. What are we going to do? Are you really that afraid? In the grand scheme of things, when judgment comes, and it's going to come to all of us, when judgment comes, even if you don't believe in that, you just close your eyes at the end of your life, and your life is flashing in front of your eyes. Do you want to see yourself standing up protecting children from horror shows or sitting down when you should have stood up? Give yourself a break at the end of your life. Give your life meaning. We're all born at this time for a reason. Well, there are a lot of reasons to be alive today. And standing, I can't think of a better, you know, everybody's like, we got to go to war against Really, do we? I've got, we've got to have reparations for slavery. Really? Because there's 40 million slaves right now today in the world. That's more than the 400 years of slavery combined. Why are we talking about past slavery? Why don't we be abolitionists today so future generations don't go, what the hell were those people thinking? Let's break the cycle. Stand up. Find the reason you were born. Maybe, maybe it's to help people like Jessica. I don't know. But if you feel passionately about helping people like this, ADFlegal.org. ADFlegal.org.
bacon.org. All right. If bacon is important to you, and believe me, bacon is at the top of the food pyramid. Or is it the bottom of the food pyramid? It's the biggest block, so it's down at the bottom. Anyway, what I'm about to say to you, if you believe bacon is essential, well, I could change your life here in the next couple of minutes. Let me tell you three reasons I subscribe to Good Ranchers. First and foremost, it is really important to get free free bacon for a year. I mean, that's a $240 value. And every time a box arrives, I get a pound and a half of bacon free in every box. I mean, that's actually reason number one and number two, but I'm going to just put it in number one. You know what I mean? Uh, go to goodranchers.com, use the promo code BECK, and subscribe while I keep telling you about this. Second amazing reason, when you subscribe to Good Ranchers, you lock in your price. You're not going to get that deal at the grocery store. You go ahead, go to Kroger's and say, hey, can, can I just lock in my meat price now for the rest of the year? <laughs> no, you will with Good Ranchers. And three, Good Ranchers only sources high-quality meats from American ranchers, period. GoodRanchers.com. Use the promo code BECK, $20 off your box. Get free bacon, great meat, a secure price, and a bonus of $20 off right now at GoodRanchers.com. Make sure you use the promo code BECK, GoodRanchers.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You might be one of the good ones. You might be one of the good people out there that do your do the stuff you're supposed to do. Pay your taxes. Uh, be an upstanding citizen. Um, remain clothed most of the time in public. But you could be vulnerable to one of America's... That's not universal. Not for everybody. N- not for everyone. Not I don't want to judge. I don't want to judge. Um, it's, uh, you <laughs> still could be a victim, though, of home title theft. It is uh, one of the biggest crimes in America right now. And you can listen to one of the people who actually used to do this. Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh, no, I have title insurance for that. No, it's in my name. Or he would have to get some special document. They would call me. You know, nobody's calling you. After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it, or sold the property, or done whatever I've done with it, it's 60 to 90 days to even figure out that they're the victim of this crime. You know, by that point, you start getting foreclosure notices, and you realize you've got four mortgages on your house. Not only that, you don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. If you don't want that to be you, then you really need to look into getting home title locks protection for your home's title home title fraud is growing two and a half times faster than credit card fraud that's a huge problem this one's becoming a bigger problem you can be a victim and not even know it yet and here's how to protect yourself and verify your home's title is still in your name go to hometitlelock.com use the promo code back you can register your address for no obligation home title report it's a hundred dollar value free right now at hometitlelock.com the promo code is beck Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. I am really excited. Jonathan Kahn is uh, joining us uh, next, the uh, number one New York Times bestselling author and the bestselling author of The Return of the Gods. Uh, he's going to blow your mind on several, several fronts. Um, he has been looking at the return of the ancient evil. And this is something we started noticing and talking about in 2008. When when was Occupy Wall Street? 2008? Yeah. Yeah, it was in the aftermath of Eight, that. Eight, nine. And yeah. uh, we started talking about the ancient gods of Baal and, and uh, Moloch. Well, he adds a third one. Uh, uh, Ishtar? Ishtar? No. 
Ishtar is the movie with Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, that's it. Because okay. about halfway through the book, I'm like, I don't remember people w- worshiping the Dustin Hoffman movie. That was, <laughs> but anyway, uh, he's gonna uh, oh, yeah. he's gonna show us what we're living and doing right now without without really even noticing. Um, also, I want to remind you that uh, this Fourth of July, I invite you to join me uh, in uh, St. George, Utah. I'll be there for the week before, all the way through the fourth. And we are bringing uh, the museum with a $75 million worth of artifacts that will truly blow your mind. We were going through some of the Pilgrim stuff because I'm, I'm lining it, this whole museum out. It's 12,000 square feet. So every day after work, I line everything up. And I was working on the Pilgrim section. I, I mean, we have things that I haven't even seen in the Pilgrim section that are just mind-boggling mind-boggling i pick up a bible and i'm like hey what bible is this and everybody looked at me and went um put 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 that down glenn i'm like okay and yeah some pilgrim you know bible worth quarter of a million dollars that's all that was (laughs) uh it is uh it's an amazing uh, thing of artifacts i want you to go to unitedwepledge.org slash tickets it is limited the number that can go through because we want to make sure that everybody has a chance to see everything and it's just not a sea of people. So you have to kind of make an appointment to go through uh, and we take you through as groups. But please don't miss this very rare opportunity. We're going to take it up after that to southern Idaho uh, where I'm trying to raise money to build a, a school and a, a library. So Go get your tickets now for the St. George event at unitedwepledge.org slash tickets. Unitedwepledge.org slash tickets. There's also all kinds of things, uh, special dinners, meet and greets, and, uh, uh, and also lessons on American history from David Barton and I and his son Tim. Find it all at unitedwepledge.org slash tickets. All proceeds. Go to charity. The Glenn Beck Program.